Hello, hello, hello. This is Sonia. And this is Christina. And this is the Say Nothing Podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, so we're going to go with a different format. We're going to talk about friendships. Yeah, so we will only talk about one topic and one topic only per episode. We're going to change the format and see how it goes because I feel like we have a lot to say and a lot of wisdom to share. And you guys are going to love it. So today it's based on friendships and how our friendships have evolved. We have a lot of good stories in here. So basically, I feel like friendships is one of the pivotal things that shape us as human beings in life. We go we go through friendships throughout our life. Friendships come, friendships goes, friendships go. And every single one leaves and very important um I don't want to say scar but an imprint on who we are they say that friendships are for either three reasons a reason a season or a lifetime so they're there for a reason to teach you a lesson they're there for a season where you're going through a phase in your life or they're there for a lifetime so there's three purposes for a friendship I have had all of them yes how about you same same yep a lesson a season and a lifetime so basically if you're going through any hardships with your friends or if you are you know questioning your friendships or questioning your life in general because it may have something to do with your friendships I think you should stick uh, for this um, episode because we're gonna share some experience that are pretty much very very relatable i think to every single adult over there yes start with one of yours well let's let me preface with like who i was maybe as a child like you know when i was little i oh i I always craved to be around the cool kids Mm, yeah because deep inside i wasn't cool but i felt like a cool one yeah (laughs) and for some reason i don't know i always got into a cool company always always i was always accepted but not really accepted yeah you didn't feel like you really belonged yeah like i don't it maybe just took some time for me to like open up to people as it always have been the case are you saying that i'm not cool i'm talking about myself yeah you're saying that you always get into cool friendships i was little i'm talking about like preschool and shit i'm not talking about you okay Okay. (laughs) shut up (laughs) no 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 and so i always wanted to be around cool kids and i I got myself somehow always into those kind of friendships friend groups but i was never like i was never like the main bitch you know i was like on the the side yeah i was a side bitch and um i was a follower not a leader in a cool friends group when i was little until i became a teenager and i started leaning towards more uh kind of dangerous friendships i was more interested in being friends with people that were drinking and smoking when we're not supposed to like teenagers very young like skipping school and stuff like that dating boys kissing boys whatever i was more interested in that so kind of abandoned those people that were interested in reading books and getting good grades for someone who's more adventurous and like um more low vibrational and like bad but at the time i saw it as being cool not as bad so of course i got myself into friendships like where everything was transactional right it's Mm -hmm. like who's gonna buy the next pack of cigarettes or like right who (laughs) you know whose place we're gonna drink at and stuff like that whose clothes we're going to borrow and stuff like that and it just got to a point where one of those girls stole my credit card she actually stole your credit card yeah so my mom gave me a credit card when i was like what 13 maybe um just for like emergency expenses or something i I understand it's not normal i understand it's not normal but that's kind of what they did and um of course you cannot hide it of course you're gonna tell your friends (laughs) 
<laughs> so I did mistakenly. And uh, one day she asked me to go to my place, which she never did. And as soon yeah. as I went to the washroom, she took my card. Oh, my God. And I would have never because her birthday was coming up and I would have never guessed um, until my mom came to my room and was like, where's the credit card I gave you? And I'm like, oh, it's in my bag. I checked the bag. There is nothing there. So you didn't notice until how long? No, I didn't notice. And how long was it? Like more than a week. Oh, okay. And after that, I was like, mom, it's missing. So my mom, she's a no bullshit kind of girl. She, <laughs> She 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 gets the cameras from the from everywhere when the last transaction was happened at a grocery store. She got the camera like the footage. She did contact whoever she needed to contact, and she's like sat me down and she's like, "This is the bitch that I never liked. That she <laughs> I have her on video. What are we gonna do about this? Oh give me give me her family's God. phone number." Yeah. I gave her her grandmother's phone number. That's the only one that I had. And her grandmother came to my mom, my, my mom's business, my mom's work, and gave money that she stole in cash. What she did with the credit card, she went to the grocery store that I live near. Yeah. <laughs> took the money and then threw the credit card into the garbage bin. So... What she needed the credit card for was her fucking birthday dress, which she wore to a club after. And were you with her when you she wore no, the dress? No, but I was at that. It's not a party. It was a nightclub, right? Yeah. Yes, we did go to nightclubs when we were 13, 14. Okay. You just needed to go to the right nightclub where they don't check IDs. Anyways. And that's that's and I, I was still at the same club, just not at her party. And she took me to the bathroom and she asked me not to tell anybody and i was like if anyone asks i'm going to tell them about you about her stealing the credit card yeah so she tried to like be my friend after that which i politely declined anyways whoever asked me i had no shame in telling them so absolutely no shame it takes like some like um premeditative like shit like take your friend make sure you wait for your friend to do so and so and then you take it anyways it was the same friend who asked me she had another friend who was a total trouble and she did something illegal and she calls and i wasn't even hanging out with her anymore and she calls me one day and she says can you please take the blame because you're under 14 so you're not gonna go to jail because if you're under 14, you cannot be, like, sentenced. I said, no, goodbye. So that's, like, kind of the lesson of this. If you're hanging out with people that are into um, bad stuff when they're really, really young, A, if you don't have good support at home, you, they might get you in serious trouble, right? And B there is going to be a lot of manipulation because the reason why they are doing bad things when they're not supposed to is because they come from bad families. And I'm sorry, that's just the fact. If their family is low vibrational, they will be doing bad stuff and it's going to be transferred onto you. Well, you can see exactly how someone is by looking at their family. Like if their family is all like alcoholics into drugs, that child is going to be damaged. So you can really tell what someone's going to be like when you look at their parents and how their parent is raising them because that's going to be how that child most Maybe likely that's why my mother never liked her because she was an adult and she did see the pattern just by looking at the person. Probably, yeah. She didn't know any of the bad stuff she did, but she could still tell. You can sense it. Yeah, I yeah. would totally sense something like that. Oh, 100%. Like, you can, you could look at her at your age, you could look at her now, and we're like, oh, that's a trouble child. Yeah. She's going to steal Don't some shit. Don't hang out with her. No way. Yeah, anyways, so that friendship did teach me a lesson. Don't be a fucking pussy. And don't be naive. That's don't like, be naive. Don't be uh, fucking yeah, naive. Yeah, I don't think you were really a pussy in that situation. 
I was just too trusting. Like, I would never steal anybody's shit, you know? Yeah. And I wouldn't expect anybody in my life to steal shit. You know what I mean? Like, you bring them into your life and you think you can trust them and be friends with them. And then they do things like that. Yeah, like, for some reason, there was never really real love, real, real care for the other person in those kind of friendships when I was younger, when I was a teenager. It all revolved around getting drunk and having fun. Okay, I had a completely different okay. childhood in that age. So I would love to hear t- that. You're talking about age 13, right? 13, 13, 14. We were in about grade eight. Mm. So when I was that age, my friendship, so I have this one friend. I'm actually still friends with her. In grade eight, we really bonded because we both decided that we would start going to the gym every single day. We went to this 30 minute cardio cardio one where there was like a circuit. It was a woman's only gym. We were 13. We thought it was a great idea. So we would walk down from high school, go to 7-Eleven, get a snack before going to the gym and we would get donuts those powdered donuts from 7-eleven <laughs> that kind go- of defeats the purpose of the 30 minute cardio and then we would go for a 30 minute workout and then we'd walk back to my house make a huge ass sandwich and watch tv <laughs> and we would feel so good like yeah we went to the gym today and that was basically my childhood like, have you ever skipped the class yes that's later so i'm talking grade eight damn i was like <laughs> a troubled child wanted a troubled child want to be in grade eight okay i think the difference is you were a troubled child in the bad crowd i was a little good i wanted shoes. to be i was actually never a bad child and i was but i always wanted to be in a bad crowd for some reason that's why i always kind of stood out because i wouldn't like do many things they were doing but like still i don't know anyway you would still hang out with them yeah i always wanted to i was never interested in like good 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 kids (laughs) um my first relationship started when i was 15 in grade nine so i understand that he was like your friend as well So my first relationship in high school was this guy who, honestly, we met through. So I had a group of like girlfriends. We would always have sleepovers, play video games. We would stay up until like one o'clock playing Sims. And oh, my God. Love Sims. (gasps) I know. An adult. Oh, my God. Anyways, continue. That was basically my high school experience was dating this one guy. I would only hang out with him. All the way, like, we lived together after high school. Wait, did you have any friends when yeah. you lived with him? I had my one friend who I'm still best friends with. I lost touch with the girl group that I was hanging out with in, like, grade 8, grade 9. Like Because I, of him? I, he was my best friend. He was the person I hung out with. God, gotcha. We would hang out all the time. Like, any free time that I had, I would hang out with my boyfriend. And so I didn't have that group of girlfriends. I lost them about grade eight, grade nine. Like we were still friendly and, but I wouldn't like be invited to sleepovers. Like I'd be hanging out with my boyfriend. And so my high school experience wasn't getting into bad shit. It was hanging out with my boyfriend. Uh, We would go and do things with our friends. Like we, like we're still friends with those girls and like, his guy friends were friends with them so as a group we would go do things but i was always with him like i always had that person beside me wait but i mean like friendship friendship was he your only friend back then no like i hung out with my one friend from high school that i still hang out with but we had different groups she had a different friend group than me okay let's say your boyfriend was your friend right yeah so what kind of lessons did you learn from that high school relationship slash friendship i learned how to be treated well is he the only boyfriend ever that treated you well he's only boyfriend that really loved and respected me and respected like how i wanted to be treated and he really did treat me like a princess so i hold like boyfriends that like i have a very high standard because he set a high standard like he treated me really well i'm being serious here he was my first love and he treated me so well we dated for five years breaking up with him was really hard and i only broke up with him because i was moving to vancouver but also we we were living together and we became roommates and we lost like that like that intimacy 
So we ended up just being almost like just friends at the end and just roommates and just living together. And we lost any sort of like, we didn't do date nights anymore. We didn't do um, romantic things anymore. So it was like we became roommates instead of being boyfriend, girlfriend. And that's really what came to be was like, okay, we're really good friends and I love you so much, but I can't have like, we're not romantic partners. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. see this going any further, Mm -hmm. but that's five years. And I think that could happen to a lot of relationships. If you live together and you stop having day nights and you stop like, this is not, I mean, this is a kind of a friendship story, (laughs) but yeah, I mean like he was your person for so long. So I guess he was more like a friend at the end. Yeah. We started as like best friends having that connection and we were romantic we did go for fun dates but it was always like a young love have you yes have you ever had like just going back to friendships have you ever had a very intense friendship that taught you very valuable lesson in life it's not necessarily like a long friendship but something that wasn't like so far your friendship your friendships have been really healthy you know honestly in my life i've had pretty healthy friendships tell us a juicy bad friend story come on okay so i'll use a fake name for her because it's sensitive so this one girl shannon who i worked with she was on my team i was her manager this was a few years ago maybe like four years ago but she was still a friend yeah so she was on my team but we did become friends because every single Wednesday okay so how our friendship started is she decided she wanted to get a a tongue piercing so we went together to the place that pierced tongues and it was right across from this bar I want one too now I want to stop you do not want to stud that's your bad girl phase and you need to stop with that phase (laughs) (laughs) I got I got a nose piercing at 28 guys you want to know why people get tongue piercings to give good blowjobs exactly the thing is Christina is do you want to have people look at you I have never seen I have never seen anyone with a tongue piercing recently I haven't seen anyone over the age of 19 with a tongue piercing yeah is it even a thing it's like a high school thing really yeah it's like when you're young you wear really thick black eyeliner all around your eyes you get your tongue pierced you know that girl who stole my credit card she had a tongue piercing yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't like a diamond thing. It was like a round thing. Yeah, that's a great blowjob yeah. piercing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Now that I'm thinking about Oh, my God. Did I, did I tell you about the fight we got into one time? I called her. I don't. Anyway, it's like, continue. It's not no, worth continue. it. It's not interesting. What did you call her? She. We got in a fight because she was an idiot. She bailed on me on a school project. Uh, at the very last minute so I had to do it myself and I just called her like unpleasant names Mm -hmm. and she summoned her older sister who was like 19 at a time yeah we were like 13 14 she was 19 at a time and that sister came to school to talk to me and that basically resulted in like a confrontation yeah so what I did was you know how I'm like I'm a, I wanted I always wanted to be a bad kid, but like not really Internally, a bad kid myself. Yes, I'm like I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm not gonna get beat up. I called my mother. <laughs> I, got, I called my mom. I'm like, and I was crying. I'm like, mom, this and that happened. She came, and uh, we were still talking, and she came. She opened the door like. like she came and she um she didn't yell at the girl but she talked to her like a gangster (laughs) she's like i'm gonna fuck you up like (laughs) she's like she's like your family will never see a fucking dime bitch you don't know what kind of connections they have go fuck yourself get out of here your mom like like a gangster he's a fucking gangster man she is a gangster so anyway so we got her boot out of the school (laughs) the the girl the sister anyways she never fucked with me ever again after that anyways continue guys if you're underage don't be scared if someone is 
threatening you at school don't be scared to call your parents and so they can go gangster on them you know what i mean yeah call your parents get your parents involved and your parents will fuck them up they will call their parents my mother did not involve any teachers in that beef she only like talked to her like on her level yeah like fucking that, like uh, nobody's gonna find you kind of way you know she what i mean like, like you say one her. word nobody's gonna find you <laughs> it's like it's like that kind of talk um anyways they yeah yeah because she was like over 18 she was an adult yeah so it was like an adult talk <laughs> like this is how you're treated if you do this ever yeah again. you better no so guys don't i was i was pro i probably sim seemed like a simp or something but i was not gonna be like no, it's bullied or or beaten up or took down to. You used you know. your mom as a bodyguard, which is <laughs> how it should be. I was like, and she came through. Oh my god, my mom. Anyways, <laughs> continue. You want to hear the funniest story? No, well, no, no. You were sorry saying. No, let me tell another story. In grade ten. You know, me and some girls from my high school, it was when I actually in grade 10, I kind of broke up me and me and my boyfriend at the time broke up for two months. Now that I remember it for the summer of of grade 10 going into grade 11, we broke up for like a month and a half, maybe two months. During the time that we had broken up, I decided to go out with girls from my school and they had texted me. They're like, bring alcohol. Yeah, and I, and I was like, okay. So my dad was making wine at the time. <laughs> so <laughs> you were like, okay, like it's not a challenge. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, my dad was making wine at the time, and there was like a crate of all these bottles of wine that my dad had made in the garage. Was was he stomping on grapes in no, his garage? I don't know. So anyways. How did he make wine? He was his, fermenting. He was making f- moonshine. Maybe Come on, let's like be honest. Fermenting like grapes or something. I don't know. He was making moonshine. Maybe it was moonshine. I have no idea. You can't make wine at home. You can make moonshine at I home, I think though. maybe, like, grape juice fermented. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know his strategy. He made moonshine. Maybe it was very high concentrate alcohol, and that's maybe why I got fucked up. <laughs> that is gangsta. I love you, Dad. Okay. So, anyways, there is these wine bottles of alcohol. He's taking on all these weird hobbies. Like, okay, anyways. <laughs> There's this, these bottles... A wine bottles of alcohol in the garage and my friends had texted me they're like you can only come if you bring alcohol so i was like bad friends like they don't want you there unless you have something they were like giggling about it but anyways it was on text so i snuck out of the house i remember i snuck out when everybody was asleep okay i grabbed a bottle of whatever it was and snuck out of the house and then I met them on the football field. That was just Gangsta. like... <laughs> Gangsta. <laughs> and then we all sat on the bleachers on the football field. And we're drinking this wine or whatever Moonshine. it was. Yeah. And we, I just remember getting so drunk. I remember yeah, it wasn't wine. These boys coming in meeting us that were like a couple grades older. And then I remember being like, okay, I want to leave. And I remember just bl- I just blacked out. And then next thing I remember is I was in some old lady's foyer of her house. And there was two police officers standing in front of me being like, what's your address? And I remember like saying something. And then this lady was like, that's just two houses down. Then I remember the police officers walking me home and then my mom running out of the house being like, Kath, Catherine, that's my sister's name, Catherine. And then she saw me and she's like, Sonia, like so surprised that it was me that the cops were bringing home and they knocked on the door. We have your daughter. And she's like, it was Catherine. She was so surprised that it was me. And Catherine is like sound asleep. Yeah, literally, literally. So anyways, that happened. Apparently I had like almost 
pneumonia break an entry no the ambulance was there i was like very close to the pneumonia like it's like oh my god thing. so you so you went to a strange lead you broke so into what a- happened was i was trying to get back home i guess in my blackout young stage i snuck out of the house so i tried to sneak back into the wrong house I tried to sneak back home, but I was going to the wrong house. You committed break and entry. It was two houses down for mine. It was break and entry, Sonia. Yeah, you were in cracked. somebody else's <laughs> living room. <laughs> <laughs> and got caught. <laughs> you got caught, man. Because I don't even know how they caught me. I just remember sitting in the foyer with the, the police fell or something. They definitely called the police. <laughs> I was like, someone's breaking into the house. Like, wait, they didn't recognize you? They didn't know who you are? No, I had only lived there for like a year. <laughs> Would you be like, I was just here to say hi to my I'm neighbor. I coming home. <laughs> Is your you dad? <laughs> mom (laughs) so funny i love that story so much that brings me back when i was 14 and i got alcohol poisoning and i was trying to get home but i didn't make it home instead i just passed out on a church's stairs right in front of the church church (laughs) yeah entrance oh my god and i got awakened by my brother and my mother and the security guard and an ambulance that was oh, fun really yeah it's like um yeah alcohol poisoning is not again not i had alcohol poisoning from drinking too fast because i got in a fight with that fucking toxic friend who stole my credit card guys like honestly like this toxic friendship really fucked me up <laughs> like it fucked me up i mean that's trust issues no she's like was that worth it and i was like so i'm still emotional but anyways that brings me to my good high school friendship with an incredible girl named lydia we became friends by accident i'm not sure how but it was such a healthy friendship and she was like she was my age but it was she was so much more mature that i don't know it's just she kind of reminds me right now of lisa but um yeah we we were still into bad stuff you know smoking and drinking and partying but it wasn't like it didn't feel bad it wasn't like bad energy like low vibrational like getting in trouble we we had a party with her mom one time like it was fun it was safe yeah it was fun and i always felt protected and cared for and i was always listened to i don't know I was actually like really blessed with that kind of friendship. That kind of taught me what a f- real friendship is. Are you friends with her now? We talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk for like five, six years, but she reached out recently. Is she in Russia? Yeah, oh, but she yeah. has such a different line than me. Yeah. She's like, she has a kid. Oh, does she? Yeah, I think she's a lawyer or something. I don't know. She's a, She's like a good she's always been a very good influence on me somehow um but yeah that kind of like set the the standard for myself what kind of friendship i deserve um yeah someone who's always there for you and like is always honest with you and does not use you and will always protect does you. not use you and protects you yeah yeah that's like the standard of a good friendship is someone who's not using you. They're protecting you. They respect you. Yeah, I don't know. I and she was really smart. I think I think that's how we connected because even though I always wanted to hang out with bad people, I was always like a level above them. Like I was always like smarter and more like just more advanced, more culture, more advanced just because of the family that I come more from. More common sense. And that's how her and I are really connected because she was always independent from those people. She was never in a certain friend group at school, but somehow all of the people at school look at her, looked at her like she was a goddess, even though she was not in any of those friends group. Yeah. So somehow she took a liking to me, but I don't know, like I never felt like I was below her. Like I always felt like an equal so it was like probably like one of the best friendships I've ever had in my life. Aww. And I have nothing bad to say about that friendships. Even if we got if that friendship, even if we got in a fight if, uh, like one time or two, 
it was never anything significant but we don't really talk anymore because she's there and i'm here and there's nothing to talk about you should connect with her usually give her a phone call but like do what talk about what just life catch up catch up like how's your kid how old is he now but that's like the only question i would ever ask her because we don't know each other anymore and our lives if i was still there we would still be really good friends but uh what about you have you had a friendship like that that was incredibly impactful but didn't last i would say my high school boyfriend is the one Mm -hmm. that was incredibly impactful but didn't last okay that made a big impact on my life it kind of shaped me as a human being because those are the years like when you're 15 to 19 those are the years that kind of shape you as a human being into like the lessons that you learn there are like the most important ones I feel like because that's when you're going from a child to closer to an adult like a young adult and that's when you learn the most lessons I feel like and the lessons I learned were like blessings wasn't a season that was a blessing let me tell the story with Shannon. Okay. I have a fun story about a work friend. So there's this one girl. She was on my team when I was managing in 2017. One day we decided to go for tequila shots on a Wednesday at this one bar who had $3 tequila shots. $3 tequila shots. So after work on every single Wednesday, we became religious about this wednesdays we would go get tequila shots at this bar how old were you i was oh it's like 20s i was like 23 at the time so i was 23 she was 19 whatever she was oh maybe 20 she was closer to 20 i was 23 so we were close in age we'd go get tequila shots on wednesdays we would get like 15 tequila shots okay and we bonded so We ended up becoming very close. Let me tell you something. Alcohol really bonds you. It does. (laughs) Also, misery loves company. It does, yes. (laughs) So after maybe nine months, a year of working together, we were very close. I actually trusted her. I considered her as a best friend. We would hang out on weekends. We We hung out on New Year's. You know, like that was one of my best friends. So this one year, she had left the company. We were still hanging out. I invited her to my birthday party and she came with her sister and I also invited, of course, my other work friends who she didn't know. So long story short, this girl at my work came wearing her Gucci purse. Shannon and her sister were there. At the end of the night, I remember paying our bills. Shannon and her sister left first. And then my friend, my other friend from work, was looking around and being like, where's my purse? Like, my Gucci purse. It's missing. You know, she's looking around. Mm -hmm. It's not on the seats. We were sitting in the booth. It was nowhere. It wasn't on the floor. She was friends with the manager at the restaurant Mm -hmm. that we were at. So they were like, check the cameras. Mm -hmm. Someone took the purse. Check the cameras. So we went and we actually checked the cameras. We watched the cameras. And Shannon had taken my friend's purse the Gucci purse we saw her pick it up take it right before her and her sister left did her sister see that too on the cameras you know her sister left with yeah I know but was she like an accomplice she was yeah they were together and you can tell because Shannon's hair was like big puffy curly hair like you can tell it was her she literally you can see her pick up the purse and leave when nobody was looking oh my gosh where were you guys where were you we were at parlor it's like but no how come nobody saw because it's busy it's bustling there's so many people around we were all talking to each other maybe like looking away and that was sleek sleek yeah the first time she's done it and i remember the girl that i was working with whose purse got stolen from her filed a police report of course and they found her ids in a dumpster <laughs> or like a garbage can like near a dumpster oh so they had taken the purse taken out the ids threw them out throughout the wallet and just like left 
They they wait did they, they found the wallet too? They found the wallet too. They emptied with credit cards. Yeah, the credit cards. All they didn't empty out credit cards. No, they didn't take the credit cards. They just took what? The purse. It was all just for a Gucci purse. It was not all even for not Gucci even maxing purse. out fucking credit cards. No, they just how took the dumb purse. are you? What's no, the honestly, purpose? that's so smart. They took a Gucci purse and they didn't want to be linked to credit card fraud. That's su- such a lighter sentencing. Like <laughs> That's what they were thinking. It's Are we going to jail for two months or two years? You decide. So <laughs> instantly, I remember messaging Shannon and being like, what the fuck? Like, we saw you on camera taking my friend's purse. Like, you need to return that. And I just remember she blocked me. She didn't reply. She didn't try to say, oh, no, I didn't take it. She just blocked me. And we haven't talked since. So how stupid you are. You texted her saying, I just saw you on video taking her purse. Why take it all the way to a police instead of just returning it? Because she did file a police report after that. After you were blocked, right? No, my the girl. Yeah. My, my other, Your friend other friend from work did file a police report. Yeah. So what happened? They arrest her the or what? The police report. What happened is the police. I remember sitting and actually meeting up with the police with my friend on our mm-hmm. lunch break at work. <laughs> and they said that they needed a warrant to view the cameras at the restaurant. So and they it, wouldn't just accept it from you? And my friend was like, okay, well, I'm friends with the manager at the restaurant. They can play you the videos. And, but then the manager was like on vacation for two weeks and then there was a go, oh, two week waiting time that the police f- to view them. And they said it was such a small crime that it's going to take a long time. It would take like a long time to get the processing to go and actually view the videos. So we ended up just like not following through with it. Oh my God. So you just let go of the Gucci bag. Yeah. And that's a lesson. And because I actually thought I was friends with her. So it just makes it the lesson is that you cannot trust everybody. And some people will just like they seem like good to you, but you can tell that they have like a bad like family. But you can't trust them because they're probably going to steal from your friends that have more money. Not all of the people from bad families will steal from you or your friends. And I thought that she was not one that would do that though like i did not anticipate it at all and i actually still feel betrayed to this day and she broke your friend her friendship with you like that so quickly over a gucci bag so quickly just over a gucci bag and it's like no cares in the world oh you know i thought she was one of my best friends and then suddenly i'm just blocked because she stole my other friend's gucci purse and like how rude is that who does that and so suddenly we're not friends because you decided to steal my friend's Gucci purse. So you chose the purse over me. That's exactly what she did. Oh. Work friendships, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, work friendships, especially if you're their manager, you can't trust that because they're only doing it for a reason. They're probably doing it to use you to have a better work environment, maybe. Yeah, you know? for sure. But to like clarify, she wasn't working there anymore when she stole the purse. She wasn't working there anymore. No, she had left. It was she was a couple months out. She would have never done that if she was still working there. True. That's fucking crazy, man. I know. What is the lesson that you can't trust it's everybody? Like, it's just maybe that your work friends are not really your friends. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you just hang People out. People at work that you hang out with are not true friends. They're using you probably, especially if you're in a higher position than them. Yeah. 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 If any. Yeah. If you're friends with your boss, if you are the boss. Just be careful. If you are friends with someone who's under you, just 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 keep in mind that it may not be very genuine. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was genuine. Yeah, you know, but it wasn't. Sad, sad, sad life. That was a lesson. I would consider that friendship a season and a lesson. Speaking of which, Christine and I actually became friends by we'll uh, me being her manager <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later um i was gonna talk about my next toxic friendship it's funny how most of your friendships were really healthy and mine were like mostly toxic but anyways the next big toxic friendship that was the biggest fucking um lesson in my life was with the girl 
who was addicted to alcohol, drugs, and sleeping with lots of men, especially men that were taken. I remember she bragged to me about being 18 years old and having and sleeping with 30 men by the time she turned 19. 30 so that, men by the time she turned 13? 30 men had sex with 30 men before she turned 19. Who is it that you're hanging so out with? So her name was... I don't think I should say her name. Don't say her name. But she has a Russian name and she lived in downtown. She was maybe two, one year... One to two years older than me. Okay, wait. Is this who I think it is? I w- no. Oh. I was 17 years old when I started hanging out with her. So I was still in high school. And she was like nine, 18, I think. Out of high school. No, I was still in high school and when I met her. And she was out of high school. I was still hanging out. With, and she was... Ha, no, not really out of high school. So she was an international student. But it took her like many 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 years to actually finish high school Um, because she always skipped classes and she always had to retake years you know what i mean yeah because of her addictions and stuff and laziness honestly and just pure like anyways yeah um like you know she was that kind of person who would blame anybody else but herself but anyways i was with her because i wanted like dangerous environment as i told you before yeah i wanted to be around toxicity and like bad things and she was the first girl who introduced me with some to some like you know drugs she like introduced me to that world Mm -hmm. um and from that moment on for like maybe a year or a year and a half my weekends were just about like hanging out with her yeah. and her friends who were doing the same thing. Um, what she was doing, I was actually seeing a guy from high school back then. What happened was, I remember when I told you when she had sex with 30 men before she turned 19 and bragged about it? Yes. She was mostly interested in men that were not were that had girlfriends. She was because, interested in yes, men with girlfriends. Because she as she told me, it gave her more confidence. She thought like she thought like this. She thought that oh He's, he has a girlfriend, but he's still sleeping with me over her at this moment. That gave her a boost of confidence. So because deep inside, she was really, really insecure. Interesting. Where was she from? Uh, Russia. Okay. <laughs> um, she, she even slept with her friend's boyfriend. She slept with almost all of her friend's boyfriends. That's so bad. She and I knew about it. Where is the girl code? At one time, she got a boyfriend who she really loved, apparently. And she cheated on him like 10 times. Oh, my God. And I ended up telling him. You told him? <laughs> oh, my we will God. Get to what? That. We will get to that. It Did got you sleep with her boyfriend? No, never. I would okay, never do good. that. So, basically... It got a little bit toxic because I found out she was talking shit about me behind my back mm-hmm. for no reason. And I found out she was trying to message the guy I was seeing from high school. She was never my, He was never my boyfriend, but still feelings involved. You know what I mean? And she knew about it. So, so she, she was messaging him. She gets joy out of taking men from other girls when i was at her apartment i hacked into her laptop i went to her facebook and i saw all of the messages she was sending to him Mm. nothing he didn't do anything with her but still she was trying to arrange a meeting and stuff like like Anyways, she she was doing that shit. And after that, I decided to enough is enough. You're talking shit about me behind my back and now it's toxic. And now you're doing this behind my back. Fine. Her boyfriend, we were, I was not talking to her for like a week. Her boyfriend messaged me and he said one simple sentence. Hi, Christina. Do you think so and so is cheating on me? He said that? Yeah. And I said, yes. <laughs> Revenge is bittersweet, bitch. Revenge I is mean, sweet. Honestly, honesty is key. I said yes. And I gave him a list. And he was like, oh, wow. 
And whatever transpired after that, I was not involved. But anyways, so how did that friendship end? I remember how it began us sitting at her kitchen table and she was talking shit about her friends behind their back to me. Mm. And I was listening to her and I was like, in my head, in my head, unconscious thought was one day she's going to do the same to me. You thought that at the very beginning. I thought that and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Um, That was my intuition speaking to me. Anyways. And why? And of course, she did the same thing to me. Yeah, I mean, of course. But why? How you thought this, and you still became friends with her? Yeah, I brushed that thought off because, again, I wanted to be in that friend group. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do things they were doing. Right. That's why. Yeah. Um, when I found out she was talking shit about me behind my back, I got mad at her, and I was like, anyways. And then I found all of the messages on Facebook she was sending on her Facebook profile to the guy I was into. So that kind of was like, she's not my friend. She's doing the same thing she's doing to other people. And she's sleeping with her friend's boyfriends. And she's talking shit about her friends. Yeah. Like, this is like my eyes started to open a little bit. And I wanted to graduate university. And I was like, this kind of lifestyle, party lifestyle is affecting me right now. Like, I cannot continue it. Yeah. So I, what I did, maybe what I did, you would call a little bit toxic and cold hearted. But I just cut it off. Cold turkey. No feelings or emotions involved. And then six months later, she she was probably fucking drunk as fuck, messages me and says, why did you do this? Why did you tell him I was cheating on him? And I was like, well, you know, like because of all of the things like you said about me behind my back and stuff like that. So I was not going to lie to him. And he asked me and she was like, "Okay, let's bury the let's bury the hatchet and whatever. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's bury the hatchet. Let's yeah. end the beef and stuff. She's like, okay. And then in the morning, I saw a text message from her. She's like, actually, never mind. And she blocked me. Seriously? <laughs> so she got sober and she's like, actually, no, never mind. And she got and she blocked me again. Anyways. Wow. Honestly, like the lesson here, if someone at the beginning of your friendship is talking f- shit to you, about their friends behind their back then you know it's honey run don't leave don't go run you gotta run because that's exactly what they're going to do to you yeah and honestly my life became so much better after that well i did still i was still into like doing bad things so i became friends with one of with one of her friends who who was married to a drug dealer and that that drug dealer got shot in the head anyways i was around (laughs) i was like anyways you actually have some crazy stories like you christina have had some toxic friendships anyways that was crazy times you next (laughs) you have some crazy stories all of my stories happen with boyfriends which is weird and this i don't know what this shows for me i i don't think i'm codependent i'm very independent now but i think i used to just always choose a person and then just like only hang out with them like i I always like one person okay who was next well i'll tell you about another boyfriend yeah (laughs) another boyfriend we were on and off for three years and this one time when we were on an off period you know we would do like two weeks off sometimes one month off one time sometimes you know, so we were on a, an extended period off. Maybe like it was like a one month. So it'd be like two weeks of being broken up. I decided to go hang out with this other guy. And so we were walking back to my house. We, you know, it was in East Vancouver. My ex lived nearby. We were walking <laughs> up my street and my ex drove by in his car and he just, and we were like, okay. So we went in the house, closed the door, locked the door, whatever. Suddenly we hear like the skidding all around the house. Like he was going in front of the house, going through the back alley, driving around. And then I looked and I was like, he's driving past again. Like he had drove him, driven past like 10 times. <laughs> it was really creepy. Suddenly I hear this knocking on my front door <laughs> and he's like, 
Sonia, who do you have inside with you there? He's like, you white boy, I'm going to fuck you up. He started yelling through the door, threatening the guy that I was with. He's like, I'm going to stab you. Like, come out here. <laughs> I'm like, going to come out. I'm going to no, stab you. No, he threatened to stab him. He was like, I'm going to beat you up. Like, all this stuff. So we called the cops. Aww. Because, no, it was scary. I remember we were it sitting there being like, he was like peering in all the windows. Like, it was <laughs> so wild. So we called the cops. The cops came. He, My ex had driven away. And apparently the cops had pulled him over on the side of the road. And they arrested him. <laughs> for this for, for this. harassing you like that harassing and threatening to stab the guy that i was with he was irate he was probably irate with cops as well he was probably yeah. resisting detention so they kind of took him to jail so actually me and the guy that i was with both got restraining orders <laughs> against my ex <laughs> but um i mean that's over now which is good but that's like guys if if you have an ex or current boyfriend who's so psycho red flag big red flag oh anyways to finish this beautiful podcast we're gonna finish with a fun fact or a celebrity gossip story or like a celebrity news and this week is guys oh my god so People Magazine has released an official statement from the PR team of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde dun, dun, dun. that the couple is not together anymore. AKA, I have an analysis on this. It was all a PR stunt for the movie. Yeah, as soon as they release the movie, they break up. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Or maybe they broke up a long time ago. They just couldn't announce it. They were just waiting for because the release of the movie. Of the yeah. PR. <gasps> you know, another theory that I have is that when people work together, they grow really close. So this is like, on. there's a devil on my shoulder that says it's a PR stunt. The little angel on my other shoulder says that i think maybe when they were working together they were working very closely they saw each other every day and they just naturally hung out you know did stuff together and like spent a lot of time together and then the second that their lives separated they were done filming their lives went back to normal outside of work then they realized that their lives were not compatible. This is just not working out. So there could be two things. Either it is a PR stunt or their lives were just not compatible outside of But she the still movie. went to his fucking concerts all the time. She was supporting him. They probably tried to make it work. Here's the thing. Maybe they were trying to make it work. Maybe they they were like, oh, like, we don't have time for each other. But like, yeah, I'll support you. We're still together. And then after realizing that it was such a hard thing to do and it was hard to fit e- into each other's lives, then they separated. Anyways, ladies, Harry Styles <laughs> is a single. He's a single Pringle. Woo. Anyways, follow us on TikTok, say nothing pod. Follow us on Twitter, say nothing pod. And on Instagram, say nothing podcast. Bye. Bye.